Welcome to Coffee and Bottles. Welcome to Coffee and Bottles. My name is Mathusha, and I'm a full-time working mom who struggled with fertility, but now have a two-year-old son. And I'm Adriana, a stay-at-home mom with three little kids under five years old. And in my past life, I was an early childhood educator. If you like this podcast, don't forget to rate and subscribe to Coffee and Bottles podcast, available everywhere where podcasts are available. Also, don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Coffee and Bottles Podcast. It must be so hard to like not be in that in yeah. teaching, right? Yeah. And, but, and it's like you, you, really, you made that sacrifice to be with yeah. your children. Yeah. Yeah. With so with a lot of like all I'm not gonna lie to you, um, a lot of my work friends were teaching assistants oh, or okay. educational assistants. So like they all worked with children's special needs, right? Mm-hmm. So I was always hanging out with them and obviously they're like um the child that they were with or children that they were with. And like I oh I just, I loved it so much. And they taught me so, so much because, Mm. like, I feel like it's a never-ending journey, just constantly learning and learning and learning. Like, they taught me about visual schedules and something called PECS, which is a picture exchange communication system. So it's basically, yeah, you're, like, you teach them to be so independent by using the picture to Mm -hmm. show you what they want. Right, oh. because communication, it doesn't just, like, it's not just talking. Yeah. People forget that communication is body language and pictures and drawings and whatever way that you have of communicating. It can even be dancing, like an art form. That's a way of communicating, mm-hmm. right? But anyway, sorry, I did No, <laughs> well, so here's something, Mogi points most of the time when he wants mm-hmm. something i mean there's still yeah. situations where he's like eh, 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 eh. like mm-hmm. he just expects me to know and like there's right actually you know what there's a lot of situations where he just expects me to know and right. I, mm-hmm. I i just don't know and i you know i ask him to use his words i ask him to tell me exactly right. what he wants right. um right. i point at things i and say them so mm-hmm. I'm in mm-hmm. hopes that he'll yeah. either point or repeat them yes. I get yes. down to his eye level and like it's yes. just yeah and like trying my and best to kind of get him to and to that's be a to lot that of point. what like ABA therapy is too because um I also dabbled in that area for a while um like it's taking the mm-hmm. object saying the name and then repeating the name so every time they associate that object with the name they'll eventually learn that that's what that is yeah so yeah and, so that's really good and and our struggle is he knows what things are mm-hmm. so you just have to keep repeating it then yeah yeah you yeah. just have to keep repeating it in, in hopes that he'll feel comfortable enough to repeat it back mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um but like you know just last week i don't know if i told you the story but the shan's um brother came over Mm -hmm. and they have two kids and the younger one he's about uh almost 10 years old and Mm -hmm. he's great with little kids like Mm -hmm. so good with little kids and he's really good with um sorry Mm -hmm. Mowgli yeah 
and he he gets down and he plays with him like it's like he almost goes back to that age and has yeah. that like you know he, he really gets down to their level and like play with yeah. with little kids and mm-hmm. um they were playing and he was just like chatting away like Aww. he was just blabbing yeah. and some of it was you know communication and you understood it and some of it you didn't and mm-hmm. then at some point you know, mm-hmm. normally he doesn't feel comfortable enough to speaking in front of other people that he doesn't mm-hmm. know. But with me and mm-hmm. Chen, he's like, you know, no problem. But mm-hmm. um, he he felt comfortable enough to like grab my hand, made me sit down, pulled out his book, like the first words book. Yeah. And yeah. He, he started pointing and naming every single thing. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. So he's just like, banana, apple grapes flower like it just like no yeah. problem at all and and yeah. i'm like and i wasn't shocked that he knew the words but i was shocked that mm-hmm. he was doing it in front of people because like normally like, yes. that doesn't happen like there are times where we go places and he'll play with whoever and then i'm like mm-hmm. say bye and he's like nope i'm not doing that mm-hmm. i'm like you know mm-hmm. what bye is you mm-hmm. know how to wave you just you're choosing not to do it right now okay Why? <laughs> none of my kids say bye <laughs> it's so frustrating <laughs> Just like say bye, <laughs> <laughs> like, like say bye, say hi, give mm-hmm. them like a hug. Mm-hmm. Well, he doesn't yeah. have to give them a hug. That I, no, I'm yeah. like consent, yeah. right? But yeah, yeah. hi and bye, like that's like come on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and I got to a point where I was just like, okay, you're not comfortable saying hi. At least wave, like at least yes. wave. <laughs> yeah, but again, or smile and nod. More- yeah 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 i need to do more research but i do wonder if it has to do with shyness and like social skills right like that could be it yeah Mm -hmm. that could definitely be it maybe he's not you know just being rude he's just being shy i think for him he felt really comfortable with the little cousin yeah bigger cousin big cousin yeah (laughs) that um he felt like comfortable enough to open up and like Mm -hmm. you know oh like i'm gonna show mom and dad the book and like this is what we were playing with and (laughs) And this is what's gonna happen now and yeah 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 and like he's he he's working on it and like you know when when i think about it i'm like there's no way but then part of me is like oh there could be a way yeah maybe because of this question they asked and that question they asked right yeah. but like like your husband said right you, I know. you don't know until you know so yes no point in stressing out about it that is very true mm-hmm. yeah so that was my story, and I'm like, I need to tell Adriana. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, I'm I'm glad you did. Mm-hmm. Um, again, like it's a, it's a topic I could probably talk about for hours and hours. Yeah, especially because like they when they say no child is the same, they really really mean no child is the same. Yeah. Because I used to get comments like, oh, well, like you had a child with autism in your class before or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, but, you know, it's it's not the same. <laughs> like, yeah. Every child is different. It doesn't matter if they're diagnosed or undiagnosed or <laughs> what have you. 
Yeah. You're a child and they love to play. <laughs> no, of course. And I, I think the good thing is, is if it's caught early, like you mentioned, there are, mm-hmm. you know, tools they can put in their toolbox to, mm-hmm. to help mm-hmm. them. Right. And, and, and like, uh, mm-hmm. tools that I can get to help him as well. Mm-hmm. If, mm-hmm. if it comes to that. And again, like, honestly, with the girls, I use mm-hmm. visual schedules. Like, I use pictures and, <laughs> um, like, all of these things. I use them with them. There's no harm in that. Yeah. I, I feel like it's just the greatest teaching tools, like, ever. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. Um, and, and it's basically a visual schedule is basically instead of having words, you're just having visuals of what you would be doing next. Yeah. Well, you can have words as well, but it's just okay. like, like it's a picture of toilet or whatever. Well, sorry, that's more like pecs, but it's, it's like, it's like, so for example, in, in the kindergarten classroom, mm-hmm. we would have morning circle and then maybe snack time and then recess or you know things like that mm-hmm. so it's just like oh it's a good way I use like I I really have to make it again I made one and then it disappeared because I'm pretty sure the little one started drawing all over it okay <laughs> I made one so that we could anticipate what's to come mm-hmm. so at one point it said like okay, now it's time to have a snack and then we're going to go to the park and then, you know, things like that. So it really helps. Even with, like, children who are anxious, sometimes, like, that really, really helps them because then they're no longer like, I have no idea what's going to happen. (laughs) (laughs) I just sit here and I start playing on the carpet and then all of a sudden mom's like, let's go. Like, what? (laughs) What is that about? (laughs) She didn't even tell me. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) She's just like, let's go, let's go, we're late. (laughs) Oh, okay. So I don't do that because I've thought about that too. Oh. I have been, I have been trying to uh, vocalize what is mm. going to happen next mm-hmm. when I get him dressed in the morning. Yeah, so I'd be like, yes. "Oh, we're going to school today because daycare is school, right? Mm-hmm. We're going to mm-hmm. school today, um, or we're going to meet your cousin, or we're going to see right. your grandma." Right. Like, yeah, and I learned tell that. Like, I learned that. Oh, geez, when Elsa was like maybe one or two she because she, she's like really she needs routine she really mm-hmm. really 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 needs that yeah um like not not flexible at all so <laughs> what i learned that early on because it was like if i don't say like we have you know mother goose program today and we're gonna get ready to go or we have library then she was just like I'm going to freak out the whole time and you're going to love it. <laughs> I was like, nope, don't love it. Don't love it, kid. <laughs> but yeah, like it, it was, I think it did help that I was fortunate enough to, you know, have um, the experiences that I did mm-hmm. have to be like, oh, okay, I'm going to implement this with my kids, like, even when they can't even walk or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and I wonder, are there like any, and this is like just for parents on its own, Mm -hmm. are there any like Mm -hmm. mini 
like courses or something that a parent can take for free yeah. on the age group that their that their child is in like is there anything where um so, i can be like okay my kids you know 27 months old mm-hmm. i would like something f- for 24 months and mm-hmm. i want to know what i can do to help them yeah. reach their milestones or anything it's like is there anything like that that's out there yeah so i know there are a lot of government programs again this was years ago mm-hmm. where it was like like they had jeez oh, they had like kindergarten readiness programs at the early years they had sorry early on <laughs> they yeah. had a bunch of like programs for to get parents ready or to like help with um, early interventions and just strategies that they can use at home and you know things they can do finger play and whatnot Mm -hmm. Um, but honestly you're absolutely right I wish there was again I'd have to do some research and some fact fact checking Mm -hmm. but I wish there was like an actual like you know, parenting 101 and this is like, this is the milestone and this is whatever you're trying to, and these are like the strategies that you can mm-hmm. use and these are the resources that you can use. And unfortunately, in my uh, experience, I think a lot of that happens after they get diagnosed and like, you know, like after there's some kind of something that yeah. happens and they're mm-hmm. like okay now you can get it <laughs> but before that no <laughs> I don't know I don't know if you remember but remember when they had like the the labor prepare for labor courses uh, yes, or prepare for me. birth courses yes, yes. And, and I did that through the city of the place <laughs> that I used to live in and mm-hmm. um and it was completely free and it was in person, but there was also this online portion that had hours of material that you could go through. And wow. they were like different modules that you yeah. can take, right? So you would start off with like breastfeeding and then there would be module one and then 1.1, 1. 1, um, I don't know, colostrum. I don't know. Right. But, yeah, but yeah. just like little different areas that are broke down and those could be maybe six hours worth of material but that you can go through it little by little mm-hmm. if mm-hmm. there was something like that oh. and again yeah, not yeah. not when there's something that 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 needs the extra care but even when yeah. you're Just raising time. Yeah. yeah or like yeah. something that says keep an eye out for this and if you mm-hmm. see that there's any of these symptoms please get an, an autism assessment at this mm-hmm. age Mm-hmm. Or when there's like, a, if you notice that they're not reaching these many things, this is a great time to, to book an mm-hmm. appointment with speech language therapist. Like, right. just, yeah. you know, and of course you get some information from the pediatrician, but you're getting that at a later time. But if you yeah. can do the research and get that information beforehand, you may be a little bit more prepared. Well, then, so maybe this is our chance. Like, I, I really think I want to do some research later on. Maybe yeah. not today because it's almost like 11. But at some point this weekend yeah. where we can, like, research and see, like, are there any parent resources? That's an excellent question. Yeah. Um, we, maybe we'll have to touch on that in our, you know, in our follow-up episodes. Mm-hmm. But, um, 
um, what you were saying, though, it is interesting because as young as, like, yes, yeah, speech is a thing, but again, it can it it can develop later, especially unfortunately, statistics mm-hmm. show for boys, <laughs> yes. they're a little bit later than girls mm-hmm. um, with their development. Sadly, yeah, or I mean, sadly, but whatever. Um, <laughs> with with um with play though, because I can speak about play, we tend to notice like if it's like for example, if they're playing with like I don't know, I think I saw a diagram like a while back where they're playing with like a car truck mm-hmm. or something, but instead of having the wheels on the ground. They yes. have it upside down. Oh. Right? And they're trying yeah. to like drive it around. Something like that. It's so small and it seems so insignificant. Mm-hmm. But for some people, um, like again, not a professional, but sometimes you can view that as a red flag. And again, it is very, very early to be making that assessment. But it, like if if there are a few tick boxes that you could be mm-hmm. like, oh, okay, like are like, you know, does sensory really bother them? Like, do they really hate, I don't know, tags, for instance, mm-hmm. right? Because that could be, but that could also be a sensory thing. So mm-hmm. like, there aren't so many things. And you're right, there should be something where you can just be like, hmm, maybe I should look out for this or maybe I should observe this more. And I think that's where my early childhood side comes in. Mm Because like even when the girls were really young, I would sit there and observe their play. Like people probably thought I was so creepy because I was just like, "Mm -hmm. okay, now they're picking up this toy. Okay. (laughs) Like like making a mental note of it and writing anecdotals. Mm -hmm. (laughs) No, but that's so good because you know to do that. But it was like, like it was yeah. like a bad habit almost. Because no. <laughs> I'm just like staring at them. <laughs> They're like, yeah. quit it, mom. <laughs> You're being embarrassing again. <laughs> but it's but. just wonderful that you're able to do that. You can pick up on that. You can look out for those cues. And, and you know, you know yeah. that. And, and the beauty is, you know, whether it's, it's an actual red flag or if is it oh he'll grow out of that or she'll grow out right. of that right whereas yeah. yeah whereas it could be oh it's not a big deal like all kids do that like if i saw mowgli you know having a, a car and it was upside down and he was trying to like move it around mm-hmm. as though like you know the car is driving then mm-hmm. i would actually correct that behavior i wouldn't think anything of like having it be like a red flag right i'd be like oh just switch it over and be like do this now um and then in hopes that he'll eventually think and i would think it was really funny but Mm -hmm. i wouldn't yeah i wouldn't even think that that was something wrong yeah well it's again it's not it's not that there's anything wrong Mm -hmm. like of course very creative very like Mm abstract-minded and um it, but it's it's more of the red flag when it's like they call it um like not really functional play like the the object of which they're holding doesn't really match with what um 
what type of like movement they're trying mm-hmm. to do or something like that right like so. but i think the social aspect is the, and that's why a lot of pediatricians and doctors will be like oh do they look at you when you call their name like yeah that, yeah so like things like that and whatever but again we could do like a maybe we could do like a checklist or something mm-hmm. or, and then, yeah, that could definitely help a lot of parents. Well, I have something called an Eric assessment that the daycare mm-hmm. gave me. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And that was that assessment that I was telling you about that the teacher was going to do as well. Um, right. So I can I can definitely, you know, pull from there. Um, yeah. And it's yeah. funny because at the top it says funny or not funny depending on how I'm feeling (laughs) but there's like questions that you would answer and and it said oh if you have one or more red flag please call this number for early intervention da 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 right right and I I swear Adriana there's like six or seven red flags right yeah and it's like oh god they asked if like the teacher was like oh he doesn't run like he runs when he wants to run but he doesn't really run when I call him, where other kids will run to me when I call him. Is that a thing? Um, Yeah, when you mentioned that earlier, I was like, that's, I don't really know if that's a thing, like running to her or running when everyone else is running. Mm -hmm. Like there's a difference. Like if everyone is kind of running, like let's say you're playing one of those, like, you know, games where it's like red light, green light or something, right? right like where you're going yeah. from one place to another and everyone is running in that direction and there's one kid who is not running that way that i would say is more of like a huh mm-hmm. you know they how come they're not running that way or whatever like but i wouldn't say like running to her what if he just doesn't want to run to her <laughs> yeah and she was saying like he doesn't feel like it so he just kind of walks over and uh She's like, it's not like he cannot run. He does run. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, I but don't he know. still comes to her. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. That's fine, right? Oh, my God. Adriana, yeah. this is going to drive me nuts until, like, yeah. we get the assessment done. Um, and, but you know what? That's really normal, though. Yeah. That's really normal with anything, right? Like, us as mothers, we're constantly like, oh, my gosh, I'm so worried about this. I'm so worried about that. And then it's not until you get that, like, final word where it's like, oh, no, you know, it's it's just gas or whatever it is. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, I don't have I to be as that. worried. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. I'm so worried. I'm going to worry forever, but <laughs> I don't have to be as worried. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. But it's okay. I'm here Yay. for you. Thank you. <laughs> I'm like, I'm sure I'll be fine. Imagine, like, we, we go through all this heartache, and at the end, he's like, no diagnosis. Yeah, it's like, and that's okay, too, right? Like, nothing wrong with diagnosis or no diagnosis. Mm-hmm. Like, he is still your little Logan. Yeah. And that's all that matters. He's so good you at You love Logan. him unconditionally, and he loves yes. you just as much. Yeah, he's such a sweet boy. Yeah. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram and feel free to tag us at hashtag Coffee and Bottles podcast. Thank you for listening to Coffee and Bottles. Keep sipping on.